yeah, this is this is probably one of those moments where you regret and you, you just hold on to the feeling of shame uh, and embarrassment for the rest of your life. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> What's good? Welcome back. This is Pretendship, your part-time friendship with Peter and Pals. It's episode 96. It's the weekend or whenever it is that you're watching it. Do you know who I have in here with me today? Yeah, you do, because you've read the title. Or do you reckon some people just let it autoplay from a different thing? Or They could do. Who knows? I don't know how you're consuming these pods, to be honest. Where? Is it on the apps? Is it on YouTube? No one cares. In here for episode 96. Last episode you were in for was 69. Yeah. And now we're 96, oh, is which it? is like the same but back to back. 96 is a position we're more often in because if we're in bed together, you're like breathing in my face, you got your hot leg on me. Yeah. If, if people didn't know, listeners, viewers, like, what? Um, might not know that we are, we're a thing. Significant others. When to become one. <laughs> Was it from the very first day? I, I knew no we'd be bombers. Before gonna make love to your baby. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tanya's my missus. How's that? Any good? It's a struggle. Shouldn't pull up that thread, <laughs> should I? Yo, do you know what happened? <laughs> um, guess who's back? Back, back again. again. Chris Drake's back, abusing children. What? Again, for the listeners who don't know, there was a prolific serial rapist paedophile that was a teacher at my high school. We always talk about him, don't we, like me and my mates? Yeah. Drakey, the Salford Stallion, if you want to look him up and get newspaper articles. Recently, it was, I think, yesterday, like, or the day before, he was discovered working in a private clinic with female patients that were coming in. I think under his actual name. How? How? Has he not got So what like, happened is someone rang up and was like, yeah, there's a convicted fucking sex offender working there. And the boss allegedly was trying to defend him. And like, oh, I'm going to get, I'm going to sue you for harassment ringing up. Of course we do the background checks, but you know, he served his time. That sort of angle. So it's obviously like a bit of nepotism, like it's his friend. Yeah. Who's like, I don't care if you groom children and end up raping them you can come in here sit in this gynecological examination was it actually that department it, i've been told that it was but that's a good embellishment to add yeah. if, even if it's not but yeah i've been told that he's like working in that sort of area which sounds too ridiculous to be true doesn't it but he's been sacked yesterday or hopefully. i thought you were going to tell me that he's like done some more stuff that is stuff Wow. Like, you don't think he's, like, sat behind a curtain fondling someone, oh. some 11-year-old's bee stings? Stop it. Telling the parent... No? Stop it. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know how much the audience will know about you. Well, like, what have we talked about on past episodes? There's two other episodes of Tanya, if you like the sound of her. Um, what food I like. That's right. Um... Mooney, Mooney parents. We'll get yeah, we'll get into that. I don't think we've spoken enough about that. Okay. We're here with the um, coffee from Levy Market. Oh no, it's from Bread, isn't it? 
From bread, the bakery, not just some bread. Terrible name for search engine optimization, in it? Yeah, bread, good. Sells nice food, good nice coffee. coffee, yeah. Um, but <laughs> you're just laughing at us. Um, Tanya works at Starbucks. Um, yeah. And I'd asked if you had any weird stories at Starbucks. You don't really have any weird stories at Starbucks, do you? I think they're all kind of mild. I remember a, a funny story from before you worked at Starbucks, when you worked at Thornton's. Do you care to regale us? <laughs> we can cut it if you don't like it. But. Oh, this honestly, this is like one of the... But this is what podcasts are for, right? No. I am mortified with 99% of what I say on all these podcasts. And there's some riggy buzz about putting things out there and just things that you wouldn't want people to know that you're just like mortified by. Yeah. And these embarrassing things go out there and then you just survive. No one even gives a fuck. And then you go, oh, and it's like so freeing to just be open publicly so i reckon if you tell it you'll feel better about it i'll feel relieved and free (laughs) um yeah so um yeah this is this is probably one of those moments where you regret and you you just hold on to the feeling of shame uh and embarrassment for the rest of your life (laughs) 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 but i can laugh at it now um yeah, so I was in Thornton's and there was like, there's an ice cream section. Yeah, this is a chocolate shop. Yeah. It, it doesn't oh, it's, it's exist gone anymore. now, yeah. So They've this was down. a chocolate shop. Yeah. If you're young people, are you listening in the future? Uh, I, I must have been like 18, 19. Um, and I was on the ice cream area with my friend Liz and we were, it was pretty quiet and we were just chilling, chatting. And then this kid uh, comes over to the ice cream unit and kind of peers into the um the unit like this and I I see him and I'm like Liz look that's so cute look and she's like oh yeah and then something just clicks without even me realizing like yeah before you know it you just on your on your way over to serve this little cute guy yeah and then I realize as I'm walking and my face just becomes serious like my whole demeanour changes. Why? Um, because <laughs> this child isn't a child. It's uh, it's uh, uh, an adult with dwarfism. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so you and Liz have been going, hey, little buddy, waving over at him. Oh. He's looking too like, can I get, please, can someone come and serve me some chocolate? Oh, my God. A, a little person yeah. is the politically correct term. I think incredibly patronising little yeah. person. It's like, what do you mean? I'm not... a I've got dwarfism. I'm not like a little short miniature. person, maybe, but little. Yeah, but I don't know. It's not even I... descriptive because you're a little person. A person with dwarfism. Yeah, it's a guy with dwarfism. Yeah. Yeah, dwarf is perhaps a little bit too. Yeah, a guy suffering with. It's not suffering. Suffering. I Enjoying use that. A, a spot of dwarfism. <laughs> Enjoying. Yeah. So no. this little dwarf's a little dwarf is looking <laughs> through the glass, and you're like, oh. <laughs> And then Cheers. you didn't even own it. You didn't go, oh, God, what if I don't use it? Hey, hey, can I help you with the chocolate? Yeah, I just go into serious mode to kind of but inside. communicate to him that I'm, I understand. I understand now. 
And did I, you try and play it off like, oh yeah, that other thing I was doing before no, that wasn't about this? I didn't this. address it at all. I just served him as quick as I could. Um, and then and then died as he walked away, just melted onto the floor and just. Yeah, it took you a while to get over that. I I almost cried because I was so ashamed. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's another story as well where it was Thornton's and it was another situation where um, I'd I'd said something the wrong thing. It was a, a fix guy fix me wrong things. Fix me wrong things. Uh, so a guy came in with his young daughter. Maybe she was about five, six, um, and he was buying chocolate, and I was on the till. And his daughter starts speaking to him, uh, and I was like, "Wow, you know, she's so young and she's bilingual." And I, and you know, at that age, it, I was already quite shy, so it took me a lot of uh, courage to even ask yeah. a question that wasn't, "What can I get you?" And um, I asked him what language is she speaking, and he his face just drops, and he says, "She's got a speech impediment." Oh, fuck. And I just, oh, I'm sorry. That's all I could say. And he, 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 he it was pain in his oh, eyes. Yeah. Pain. Because he just knows, like, he's just aware of what his his loved one, like his little girl, is going to have to go through. And, you know, he, he wasn't even angry. He was just like, yeah, it, it just reminded him again that it's people are going to notice. Yeah. That one. Could- Luckily, she's at the age where I don't think she's properly recording yet. She never remembered that for sure. No, I hope I hope she she managed to like get speech therapy and overcome it, but <laughs> ah, that was yeah, that was a the uh, ju- because we quoted it one of our favorite videos. Fix me fi- wrong fix things. Fix me wrong. Fixes me wrong <laughs> thing. This is a video that um we always quote. It's got bare quotables in it and it's people will have seen it. It's like I think if you just type in like Yorkshire accent kid and it's a little boy that looks like a little girl. He's got like blonde hair. He's really cute. Yeah, just this like funny little boy. And uh, we just quote all the lines through it all the time, don't we? Like uh, he says at one point, um, I, I, wa, I, wa, I were doing me work this morning. <laughs> <laughs> and then whenever you say like, I were. Or like, don't, didn't I'm, we say that he's, he's like a little Johnny? Yeah. So if people know Johnny Yule, we always say he's like a little Johnny. <laughs> Even though Johnny's not got a Yorkshire accent, but he's kind of broad, isn't he? Let's play the video. He goes, <laughs> you know, like little kids <laughs> gearing up for a story. Aww. And he's, I feel like he's got no teeth. He's like, I'm going to do my work for Miss Matt. No, I'm old. Little kids who can't finish the sentence. Aww. And I went outside, but he did. And then, and just what? He's what are you saying, bro? As well, which makes him cuter. Yeah, Miss MacDonald. I've done. She says, "I'm not. I'm. You've not done because." <laughs> because. I said. I said <laughs> oh, <laughs> but we always say that as well, like. Uh, have you done? Uh, you've not done. I have done. <laughs> I have done. And she said, you've not. Look, I've done I've done more than one sentence. And she said, you haven't. Well, and then, uh, look, there's full stops there. There's full stops there. There. You haven't. 
more than one sentence. We quote every... What's your favourite bit of them? I just like when he does this with his lips. <laughs> yeah, you're a proper ped for little kids, aren't you? <laughs> Tanya follows this, like, kid on it. Like this. No, it's a family. Yeah, but they just post pictures of, like, little blonde kids like this. Hitler's dream child. Oh, it's just cute. You want one in you? Should we stick a baby <laughs> up in you? There'll be what... I mean... That's on the cards, isn't it? In the next yeah. year or two. Bloody hell. What are we doing, Pete? We shouldn't be doing a podcast. We should be <laughs> planning. No, like, if you, if we compare ourselves to other couples who decide to have kids... They've got mortgages they've got and shit. Mortgages, houses. My mum had me three years older than we are now. Yeah, but are we... Is it... Don't is, think about that. Let's okay. think about... Maybe this is the modern one sentence. So... I come, does me mm. wrong thing, me fixes me wrong things. Oh. And then I show, I show I show her, and she says, just put it in box, I'm sick of hearing you now. And mm. so I put it in box and I thought, Surprise, I am done, when she marks it, she'll be surprised. Surprise, and she says, sorry to me. And that were it. That's what he says at the end. Love that little video. Um, yeah. Wait, you looked at, you, you're the ped, you looked at, you find, uh, found him later on mm. to see if he'd see if released any more videos. Yeah, he's not cool. I no. thought, oh, this, this is it a, ruined it, this it? is a wellspring, let's go. But then uh, he got older and he's about, like, yeah, he's more aware of it. And he's like, hi everyone, rate, comment and subscribe. And I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> Muppet. Um, so yeah, you did mention earlier the Moonies. Do you want to describe one, what? are the Moonies and then what, why that is related to you in some way. The Moonies is like a nickname for the Unification Church. Did I say it right? You did. <laughs> no, I don't say it right. Don't well I? done. And it's a part of Christianity. It's like an offshoot. Uh, that started in South Korea. So the moon comes from... Sung, Yum, Sung Myung Moon, which is the, the leader, the, the second messiah. Yeah, um, so it's Korean people that reckon Jesus did come back as a yeah. Korean guy, which I suppose is like equally ridiculous as in the West we'll have a picture of, you know, like a blonde, blue-eyed Jesus because he almost certainly looked like a kebab shop owner, didn't he? You know, he's some like Middle Eastern dude. Yeah, so they think a Korean guy is like the second coming of Jesus. Yeah, and there's like loads of stories uh, about him that I got told growing up. Because your parents... Uh, are into it. Yeah, they met in the religion. Via it. Yeah. And they, did they meet when they were actually told this is who you'll be marrying? Is that... Yeah. So they hadn't even... It's not as if like, I wonder if we'll get married. You know, I wonder if we'll get... Like yeah. literally it was like you and you and then they looked and that was the first time they'd ever clapped eyes on each other. Yeah. They went, you'll be getting married and having a family. I wish... I wish I could just ask them like... Because now I'm older, I've got all these different questions to what I would ask them when I was younger. Why can't you ask them? It's weird to it's ask. It's weird now, for different reasons. Okay. Yeah, so your parents were married at a mass, or told to be married at a, like a mass Is it, marriage. It, they just got a, a room full of hundreds of brides and grooms and was like, you and you, I think you it's and thousands. You. Thousands. So the, the first uh, section was the matching process. Um, and it was thousands of people in a, in an arena. Half the side were men, half the side were women, 
And then Sung Young Moon would stand on this podium and just match people that he like could envision being or the like perfect God tells couple. him who's going to be a good match. or even like now I think I think I remember them saying it's people that had the most to learn from so people that didn't necessarily um, match in terms of you know oh, shit. ideals and it was more to love the idea was to love someone unconditionally regardless of your differences so you'd almost pick people that were blatantly incompatible because they have more to teach each other. Yeah. Got a controversial opinion. Just, I don't know why I venture to even offer this up when it's barely even related to what we're talking about and it's fairly controversial, but it should be cut. I can't imagine what you're going to say, Pete. shouldn't say. Say it and you can cut it if you I'll want. Cut, I'll definitely cut it. But I genuinely think that there's typically... In general, as a sweeping generalisation, perhaps more that a intergender couple, as opposed to a same-sex couple, can teach each other in a relationship. And that's that's not saying it's for better or worse, or one's better than the other, like... Because, you mean like biological differences? Typical biological differences. So, obviously, there are millions of exceptions to this rule. There are... You know, there's gay couples, men and female, who have more to teach each other than a lot of uh, straight couples. Yes, I, I understand what you're saying. Uh, so two guys, even though they might be very different in yeah. personality, they're still two guys. Yeah. So biologically, they've got the same type, typically the same types of urges and... Hormones and all. We're just talking about typically, though, just on average, statistically. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Could be. Don't come at me. Yeah. Don't don't cancel me. I won't cut it. I refuse. But yeah, so he was putting together people like, oh yeah, I bet you'd be shit with him. Go. Well, that's my um, theory now because my mum. A little background on your mum and dad, maybe as well. Yeah. Like, who are they? How did they end up there? Uh, so yeah, my mum is Austrian. Full Austrian. Full Austrian. It was not like Slovakian Austrian. She's got Slovakian in her, but mm. South Austria, isn't it? Yeah. Salzburg. Salzburg. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Klangfurt. Klangfurt. <laughs> yeah, and my dad is—I think he's from Blackpool. I don't even know. <laughs> but his family is half Ukrainian. Half U- Ukrainian. Yeah, my granddad was Ukrainian. He so that's came where Borowi comes from. Borovoy. Borovoy. Oh, Borovi. Borovi. I think it was Borovi. But again, you've tried to clear this up, like messaging your dad, and you know what mums and dads are like with text. They're just like, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, but I'm just trying to find out how to pronounce my name, please. So could you, it's like, yes, Borovi. And you're like, yeah, just forget. Um, but yeah, your aunties and uncles, Valentina, Boris. Boris, Sonia. Yeah, you've got some proper Ukrainian yep. names in there. Yeah. So you're qu- one quarter Ukrainian. And then full Austrian on the other side. Full Austrian. Hence the uh, sort of Eastern European mutt features. Yeah. I like it. And these uh, hooded eyes. I like it all. It's only going to get saggier though, these eyes. Like a proper babushka by the end of it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And that's where your middle name, Shin Sun, comes from. Yeah. So you and all your siblings have Korean middle names. Shin Sun... My twin is Shin Bo- uh, no, Shin Won. Not identical twins. No. Gabriel, Gabriel Shin Won. Shin Won. 
my sister is Emma Yang Cho Borrowy, which sounds kind of Chinese to me. I don't yeah. know. Yang I'm not convinced just from hearing them that these are like authentic Korean names. It almost seems like it's just picked at random out of a Korean book or something. No, they, they went to um, an official... So Koreans name, would be like, yeah, that's, name that's right. Yeah, yeah, South Korean. Don't you leave out the best sibling. Benjamin. Benjamin Borrowy. He hated this. Understandably. <laughs> Understandably. Imagine being a little kid and your middle name, well, your full name is... Benjamin Bokdong Borrowy. Bokdong. Oh, oh, man. Crush. It's a good job the guy is big. Imagine yeah. if he was small. He would have got leathered every day. Well, he he didn't reveal it in, in secondary school. He could have got out. Maybe because he was big. Someone might have learnt it and went, I'm not telling no one. He wanted to bury that as deep as he could. Well, it's out on pretendship now. Shouts to Benjamin Bokdong Borrowy. <laughs> I think it's cool. Yeah. Triple B action. They've all got meanings as well. Yeah. Uh, and my, I asked my mum uh, a month ago and she was like, I can't remember. So, oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, yeah, do an impression of your mum. <laughs> she would say things like, Oh, Hotigoshin, stop messing with me now. Hotigoshin, shut, shut your mouth. Shut your it? mouth. So, like, if we, we were quite boisterous when we were all together as kids and uh, we'd be quite loud and be messing with her, like, She'd be asleep on the couch and we'd start putting our fingers up her nose. Oh, stop it now. Or like, um, if she wanted you to pass like a big mug of tea, she's like, oh, will you pass me the fatty one? The fatty one. The fatty one. What about if there's mess? Clutter? What would she call it? Clumpet. Clumpet. What does this clumpet on the floor? Come on. The shitty shatty. The shit, shitty shatty. Yeah. Oh, shitty shatty. Yeah, that's if she, for, for saying shit, she's shitty yeah. shatty. Oh, wait, wait, this one's funny. Go on. So she would have names. So this isn't Austrian. This is more the region that she's from. Uh, so different regions in Austria, especially rural areas, the language changes. Um, so the names for, like growing up in Britain. For tits and stuff. Yeah. With kids, you might say flower or... Minky, Minky. tuppence. And then for... Fanny. Widgy. Widgy. <laughs> Todger. Yeah. Tadger. Well, this is uh, what my mum would name it and how we knew it as. Um, Pompey. Pompey. Pimpy. Pimpy and Pompey. <laughs> yeah. And then Mudlays. Mudlays. Mudlay. That doesn't even sound Austrian. Mudlay, yeah. Uh, and we used to just shout it on the park. Because we you knew. Could. Yeah, no one knew what it meant. <laughs> <laughs> Memories. <laughs> Memories. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, we could go on about that for for a long time, I'm sure. It's like such a crazy... How many people do you know who grew up in what some people would... I mean, I hope I wouldn't upset anyone, any unification people watching, but it's considered by many to be a cult, isn't it? Yeah, the, I remember getting older and researching the church and there, there were all sorts of stories about... Um, women accusing Sung Young Moon of sexual abuse. Cool. Uh, brainwashing. But I don't know, because definition of a cult is where you're isolated from everyone else. And, and you, were, you were to a degree, weren't you? Well... Weren't allowed to go out on Halloween? To a degree, but we were allowed to, to integrate with others that okay. weren't in the church. It's culty, but it's, it's not culty, a cult. It's culty, but it's not... Yeah. You had to do Korean hymns. Korean hymns. 
I remember my mum and dad, my dad actually still bought this because he recently, like last year, um, was diagnosed with cancer and he believes that this that this drink, this traditional Korean drink called ginseng is like... The stuff that is in loads of, of drinks. Full of health properties, yeah, but like the pure stuff that mm. you have to import from Korea. He actually imported some to help him with his, his cancer. cancer. But we hurt, we used to drink that when they when we were younger, and it just tasted of. Were they into aromatherapy? Leaves? No. I think my mum was fairly into aromatherapy. Yeah. Well, I was talking to her about it when I. My mum. Yeah, when I um, started massage therapy. I'm not sure how much she's just like, oh, lavender smells good. Have a bit of that, or like tea tree is nice. Or if she, I thought aromatherapy is like you think it has health benefits it's more the aroma of of things can kind of change your mood and emotional state which i do think yes I, I honestly do think it i think it has properties health properties but not as much as they go on about yeah if you like are putting put, it on your skin i'm not sure if i yeah, agree if you're with made that. relaxed by smelling some sandalwood you might um f- sleep better and then heal better or you know like yeah. marginally negligibly I so rarely yeah. get to use the word negligibly. But don't forget that smell is one of the most powerful Keys triggers. Keys to memories. Yeah, maybe. for memories and, f- and emotions. And so I understand, I think that's definitely true. Just think about... I mean, it's, and it's so underrated and the least amount of studies done on the senses is, is smell. Is that right? Yeah. I'll just take your word for that. 100%. Of all, what, the the, the, the top five, five senses? yeah. Because there's t- like 20 odd, isn't there? Yeah, smelling. Senses. How vivid is your emo- uh, your memory when you I smell I think that's something? less to do with us not studying like olfactory sense and more to do with that we poorly understand the mechanics, the function of memory and like how it, what it is, how it arose and where, where the memories in- are kept and stuff. I think... We just don't really have a, a great understand or a thorough, deep understanding of yeah. what memories is all about yet. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it is crazy, though, that I think all, all senses can unlock it. You know, you can hear, definitely hear something like, I, I'll fire right back to being a teenager when I hear certain music that I'd listened to when I was 13 or whatever. And, and like, feel the emotion as well. Like, I split up with my girlfriend and now whenever I hear like Kanye West's first album, which was playing in her room all the time at that time, then I'll just immediately, I won't even remember the details of the story. I'll just know that I feel like rejected and, and heartbroken a little bit in my, in my little art. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, all, all senses do do that, don't they? Yeah, but I think smell is particularly uh, a powerful one. Yeah. I have it with like this lip gloss that I had in college. It was like, I think it was strawberry flavoured from Body Shop. I don't really wear lip gloss now, but if I smell that, just everything that was going on in college, all the, like, you know, love triangle with me and you. (laughs) (laughs) And just going to parties and meeting new people. All that just comes flooding back. What about tactile stuff? 
how would that work? Something you would feel, like feel mm. an old crayon or something, then go, oh, I remember feeling I this crayon. I don't think that's... Or an activity which is physical and, and it's, I don't know, like you ride a bike that you haven't done since you were a kid or... What about if we do this? Does that take you back? No, we have to start under singing. Under the brambles, under the tree. True love for you, my darling, true love for me. When we get married, happy as can be, under the bramble tree, tree, tree. <laughs> Does it take you back? No. What if you did the skipping game? No. My mum says that you're... Pa -pa -dim, pa -pa 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 -dim, and you just... No, like, do you remember the... What is it? Not last night, but the night before. 25 knockers came knocking at my door. As I came down to let them in, one of them hit me on the head with a rolling pin. How many times did it hit me on the head? One. <laughs> and then you have to bonk them on the head or something. No, it's skipping. Okay. Did you do the cat's cradle? What's that? You know, it's oh, like with the string. string, yeah. And, yeah. And then people would just do. I don't even know what it was. See, all these things, it's nostalgic, but emotions aren't connected to it. Like mm. I'm not getting anything. But with games that you used to play, so like you've recently been smashing on the Switch. You went through like Final Fantasy six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Like now you're on what thirteen or something. Yeah. Again, it's not, I'm not... It's nostalgic to... It's nostalgic, but I'm not... But it's the functions of... I think you could play a new game, you've not, a new Final Fantasy you've not played, and just the very act of the RPG turn-based, you know, battle selection, like whatever the game is, I think doing those things would be nostalgic. Like you'd go, this feels like an old game. And you'd, and you'd fly back to your childhood playing original Final Fantasies. Sure. I'd like to, just as we've mentioned, games. There is a podcast out tomorrow. Um, Jordan Ducharme, a funny uh, Manchester-based but originally Canadian comedian, has a podcast called Game of Your Life podcast, which he kindly invited me on a couple of days ago. And uh, we chatted all about Pokemon Blue version, which I was happy to, because uh, normally I'm trying to talk about Pokemon Blue version to people and they're like, shut up. You should kill yourself. But he let me talk about it for a long time and even prompted me with questions. And so that'll be, uh, if you go and check out um, Jordan Ducharme on Instagram or just search for Game of Your Life podcast, then uh, that comes out tomorrow. So the Monday, I don't know when you're listening or whatever, but the Monday. What were you going to ask? I can't remember. Can't remember. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, was that one your favourite one? I thought it was yellow. Uh, yeah, well, I hit him with a few games, uh, but I think he wants to like the game so he can replay it and catch up on the game. Um, so I hit him with a load of games. I was like, hey, what, were we saying Halo 3? He was like, nah, I don't, you know, I never played Xbox. I was like, Tekken 4? And he was like, nah, I was like, Katamari? You know, I hit him with Little Katamari's Miss... Katamari's good. Katamari would have been a sick one, but I don't think he really explain, played it. Explain what it is. Katamari, if people haven't played it, is this game where you're a little... The, the art design is just wild on this game. It's like nothing else. You're this little weird alien thing rolling a ball around on like a living room floor, just picking up, you know, bits of lint and a coin and a bit of chewing gum and a marble. And it's all sticking to this ball. And then when the ball come, becomes completely covered, you sort of go... And you, a little and bit bigger. Yeah, and you have to get it to a certain size by the time the time runs out. So you've got like five minutes and you go bigger. Now you're picking up pencils. Now you're picking up someone's phone, a coaster, yeah. and then 
now you're picking up chairs and like you break out of the house or whatever and then yeah, like you're it, rolling around the city and you're just picking up like mountains by the end of it and then you're in space just rolling around picking things and you yeah and the, the music is so good the music's out of control um there's such strange psychedelic cutscenes with trippy, inexplicable, you know, it's weird Japanese. god character. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's great. It's a great game, but he didn't want to play that neither. Did he? Did he even know what it was? I'm not sure if he. He's a gamer, so I'm sure he would know what it is. But I think it's just not like one of these seminal games that other people. Everyone knows Pokemon. Do you know what I mean? Every single person yeah. in the world knows what Pokemon is. I, I, I was hitting him with like proper esoteric games that I was like can we go um, what, I was hitting him with like weird games no one ever has heard of like Lost Vikings 2 uh, Fire Owen Claude for Playstation 1 uh, what else I don't, I've never heard of these I know yeah so I was I was cycling through so many games before we got to Pokemon because I didn't want to just be like a basic bitch with Pokemon but mm. it is also like the best and I've played it an infinite number of times so what's your Top top three Pokemons. Pokemon. Po- like I liked Pokemon growing up, but I wasn't I, w- I wasn't like super mad about it. I I was more into like role playing games. I mean, I guess that's role playing, but more turn based. Pokemon battles. It's the exact same as Final yeah, Fantasy. Yeah, but, but more human interactions rather than pretend animals. Pretend animals. <laughs> you never wanted to have a little Pokemon that just came around with you and it yeah, was a little that, guy. Yeah, um, like my sister was well into that. She. Do an impression of Emma now. I think that, I think that, crystals are very, very healing, and the topaz one is, is very good for her. That How bad. you both grew up in the same country? She's not from another country. Why is she? Don't know. But you you said that she sounds a bit like my dad. Yeah, it's like halfway from your mum to your dad because your dad's got that kind of yawny like. Yeah. Oh, hello. Like that sort of. Let me go back, though, with the games thing. Oh, yeah, go. Do you remember me telling you what my dad would do for our birthdays? No, I don't. So, growing up, me and my siblings would uh, live on PlayStation games. Um, and it, the reason being is my dad was, like, co- like collect... He, that was his collection. He would collect games and have, like, this... Did he have a touch of the tism as well? Who knows, maybe... Um, and he would input it into the computer and have a list, and all the games that he had would have like stickers on to categorise them in some way. And he had an office, and in his office it was quite it was quite small. It was like maybe half the size of this room. Um, he had piles of games: PlayStation One games, PlayStation Two, Dreamcast, GameCube, Atari, uh, uh, Game Boy. No, I didn't have Atari. Loser. And he would lock it when he'd go to work, so we weren't allowed to play on any of them. But we did have some downstairs as well. That so he these would, were his games. Those were his games. And then on our birthdays, like he wouldn't get us any like other presents. I remember on I think it was like my sixteenth birthday, I got three three games that he would just look in his collection and give it to me. And it, like, you can play this or it's now yours. Well, he, you know, he never asked, but I presume they were mine. And then when I left um, home, I didn't take them with me and he just kind of Re-absorbed. reabsorbed them. <laughs> so, so now he's got them back. How cheeky is that? Um but yeah, he didn't. He didn't let us play on any of his games, and he had hundreds, hundreds 
uh, we were like relatively poor, but that was the one thing that my dad would spend his money on. Um, and we had a big TV, but then everything else was like breaking down, but our TV was like 40 inch or something, bizarre. And my mum would, because she was soft, she would let us in and we would like creep in, just like <laughs> make sure you, like they were, they were just piled on the floor as well. So you had to be so careful not to knock any of them down. And then we would like try and find one that we, that we liked the look of and then remember where it was kept and take it out, take it downstairs play on it and then you know half an hour before he was due home go back upstairs and put it back in but very carefully again like, and oh, lock we it. should have took a picture i can't remember which way up <laughs> no, it was no you'd remember you'd remember but there were times where we were you know getting carried away with playing and then you would hear my dad in the driveway and you would shit yourself you would run upstairs after dad take it out and then try and and you he would come in as you were still in the office and you were like trying to oh my god it was <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I think that's good enough for a pod I need to get this uh, edited and and posted by uh, in, a, in the next few hours or whatever so um, yeah thanks for, for joining me Tanya you're welcome telling us a little bit more about your history and that have you enjoyed it? I have it's gone by really quick it's some yeah it has it flies by Time flies when you're having fun when, when you're having fun. fun time is on the run is that the rest of it? Is it a real song? I don't know. It sounded like it was. Mm. Yeah, you were somewhat reluctant to come on the pod sometimes, but um, as the pod is ending at episode 100, I thought it's a good... You got to, had to come on one last time, right? Are you glad? Yeah, Patrick. Yeah, it's 3-0. Um, next week, everyone should look out for... Um, Rachel Flazak and Ollie Bomb, Olivia McCaffrey from The Snug. Recently named in, I think, MEN, uh, like one of the top, it was like the top live music pub. It like won, and won, won it. Congratulations. Um, so yeah, they'll be on next week. Check that out. And um, yeah, just stay, uh, stay abreast, stay subbed to see what all the uh, remaining, all heavy hitters in the final four episodes. So yeah. Um, yeah, it should be a good one. As we were talking about um, Final Fantasy before, mm. let's wrap it up. We'll sing Hymn of the Faith okay. together. So I know they do, they have the this, right? Mm-hmm. This is for Final Fantasy X heads, the best yeah. Final Fantasy or... Yeah. Yeah. Well... So yeah, the guy Jordan Ducharme, the video game guy, was playing Ten when I was there. Did and, he say uh, it was the best? Well, he he was like he doesn't mind Tidus, and he, he thought Yuna wasn't as wet as we thought she like he he enjoyed it. Do you remember that scene? <laughs> that was scary. Horrific, Un- like truly disquieting. Um, but yeah, he was all right with it. But yeah, let's let's get him of the faith on, and, and we'll let let the credits roll. Okay. Sing along.